I want to thank you guys for all being here. Welcome to Kareem Jackson Live on the set, you guys. Minimum CEO podcast, the Woke Entrepreneur Series, you guys. I'm Kareem Jackson. If you guys are not here and you're here for the first time, then um, you guys know that I help woke entrepreneurs to minimize their cluttered lifestyles, to outsource their business process, to make more money, more profits while they do it. And we talk a lot about the entrepreneur lifestyle. And right now, this show, you guys saw the thumbnail, right? You saw what we're talking about today. We're talking about Black America, you need to wake up, baby. You need to wake up. That's what we're talking about this morning, you guys. So share this, like this, you guys. Send this to a friend. Let them know what's up, you guys. I'm so glad you are here. Um, if you guys are here, send to your friends, you guys. Go through, you guys. Do it. You know, say, say, hey, people, you're, you're a black friend of mine. You're American. I want you to hear this because you know what? The world loves us, you guys. Around the world, black Americans have never been more beloved ever in history before. But back home in America, you guys, they really don't know it. They don't see it. They're still stuck in that racist stuff like that. So today we're talking about that today. We're getting into some things that I think that black Americans need to realize and absorb and surrender to and feel like, you know, we are worthy. We are beautiful and we are strong. What the hell are they talking about? And, you know, vote, y'all. Get your passports. Invest globally. Travel long way away. Go see the world that this this fabulous world that God created for us. So you guys wake up, Black America. Today's episode, you guys. I want to set the tone. So I'm going to play this for you because I want you guys to to see this to kind of get the vibe of what I'm feeling today. So when we get down this, you know where I'm coming from. This is a reminder. We will march through the south, through the streets of Jackson, through the streets of Danville, through the streets of Cambridge. John Lewis. He was jailed and beaten, but never bowed. The son of sharecroppers, he was one of the first freedom riders. Attacked by a mob and left for dead in a bus station in Montgomery, Alabama, he got back up and led the fight for justice. That was John Lewis. He always got back up and never quit. Surrounded and assaulted by hate, he rejected violence and embraced love. For over half a century, he showed us the true meaning of courage and dignity. Today, America is in another crisis and a new wave of hate is once again embraced by the powerful to hold on to their power. In the days ahead, let us be guided by the courage of John Lewis. He never quit, he always got up. He knew a better day belonged to those who had the courage to act. Now it's our turn. We must say, wake up, America, wake up, for we cannot stop, and we will not and cannot be patient. The Lincoln Project is responsible for the content of... As he said, wake up, you guys, wake up, America. We got to wake up, just like he said, you guys. We got to wake up and realize we're at a crossroads again, a huge opportunity, a rare time in history where we can really, really level up and become the people that we have always wanted to be, y'all. Freedom, you guys, freedom is already here. Understand this. We've already been emancipated. Our great, great, great grandparents left us that legacy. Then we survived the Jim Crow era. That 
was a legacy of our great-great-grandparents. Now you guys with our grandparents and ourselves and our children, thanks to our parents, aunties, uncles, big mamas and pawpaws, we can vote. We can live almost any damn where we get, anywhere we want to, anywhere in the world, anywhere in the city we want to. We can get a passport. We can demand justice when they lynch a nigga now. It used to be legal, let's not forget that. We can walk the fuck out if we want to and crash markets if we want to. We can kneel and shutter entire economies. We must protest and unite nations to stand with us as we have done and proven with the Black Lives Matter protests globally all around the world. You know why? Because black lives matter. Now, us, our generation, and by the way, I'm a 48-year young man, you guys, if you didn't know that, we reap the fruits of having a legacy which has brought our freedom 10 times over already. Just take it. Get woke. My people, know your value. You might not want to hear, but I'm going to say it right now for you here on the Minimum CEO podcast. They can't buy a nigga for $500 no more, people. Hell no, sir. It ain't going to happen. You want a nigga to play for your little funky-ass basketball team? We ain't begging no more. And it's going to cost you. Facts. LeBron James, $37.4 million. Stephen Curry, $40 million. James Harden, $37 million. Kevin Durant, $37 million again. That's just to name a few. You know how many players are on every basketball team in America, every football team in America? You know how many black folks are on every TV show, every music show, every video show, every award show? We are not $500 no more. And let's not absorb it. Let's not let's let's feel it, take it into our soul and understand we are not. Okay, and one thing. And do you want to know why black people? Let me tell you why. Let me tell you the real secret. It's because niggas make motherfucking money. We are profitable. They learned that in the damn cotton fields. No, sorry. We showed them that already in the cotton fields. We need to wake up and see our real, true, collective, inherent, projected, communicative, gross value. That's what we need to do. This is their biggest fear. They say, niggas, go, go, go back to Africa. Okay. Okay, boo. <laughs> if we said, okay, bye, but you understand that's all bullshit. FDA grade A bullshit because if we said, okay, bye. If niggas, now American citizens all voted, got their passports and took their $5 trillion in buying and investing power in cash annually, took their $100 trillion in true economic power, Niggas like Oprah, Barack, and Michelle Obama, P. Diddy, LeBron James, Usher, the basketball players I mentioned before, as well as all of us niggas leading all the way down to the million of niggas on the front lines. The gay niggas, the underground niggas, Beyonce and her nigga. Mm, okay, y'all. And you know what? There's more, y'all. I'm not through. This is my podcast. I can get loose here, y'all. You with me? Can I get an amen from the audience here if you're feeling black and proud today right now? If niggas took all their Olympic medals, NBA stats, and oh my God, 
the inventions, the, uh, the automatic gear shifter in that damn car you love cruising around. Love your Cadillac, right? You love your Chevy, your Escalade, your Benzo, that automatic shifter. That's right. That was a nigga named Richard Spikes. He was a damn barber at the barber shop. And he owns that patent, by the way. Don't get it twisted. Because, you know, niggas couldn't be inventors back in the day. So we were, you know, had to make our money, feed our families by cutting hair, while we making gear shifters, automatic gear shifters for your car on the part-time down low. Sideline hustle. Come on now. Look up at the wall right now. Look over there at the wall. If you're in England, look at the Big Ben. Wherever you are, any city town square. The clock? Yeah. Take a look up there. Take a good look at that clock. That's by a Negro again, Benjamin Benneker, y'all. The nigga was 21 years old. He studied a, a friend's pocket watch. Remember, he was a poor nigga, so he studied a rich friend of his pocket watch. He borrowed the pocket watch and invented that damn big-ass clock up there. He made the first wooden clock, huge clock, and it was all made with wooden parts. So this African slave, now nigga, free slave, whatever, he sat up here and carved the parts out of wood. And made the first clock. So be proud, niggas. If we took that carbon filament and we took the electric lamp, not Edison, no, hell no, but a nigga named Louis Latimer, that's who invented that. We're taking that too. You look at all those Harry Potter movies you like, all them old school slave movies you love. Look at those westerns and Gone with the Winds and all that crap. Look at the doors. Look at the locks on the doors, y'all. Mm-hmm. You ever wonder who made it to where those locks are not what's on your fabulous mansion in Beverly Hills right now? Those locks? Not no dreadlocks. We created those two, I'm sure. I mean the locks on your door. Washington Martin made the modern-day lock, people. Another nigga. You go there and you put your refrigerator up and you look at your refrigerator. You love it. It's all great and wonderful and all that. The refrigerator used to keep your food... Coal, you know, you use it, you keep your food cold, it, it stays fresh, you got leftovers, it's a whole American thing. You got it in your business, keeping your food cool. You got it in your house, your, your grandma's house, down in the basement, you stored meat and all that. All these, these, these evangelicals that are preparing for the Armageddon, they got freezers in the basement, storing meats and foods. But you know what? When you guys look at those refrigerators, that was another nigga too. Thomas Elkins. Thank niggas for all those great leftovers, okay, while you at it. Another one, Thomas Elkins, you guys. He also invented the modern-day toilet, mm -hmm, a.k.a. if you're abroad in the Philippines or anywhere else, the flush toilet. That was a nigga named Thomas Elkins, the same nigga that made the refrigerator. We're taking all of that with us, all the credibility, all the pride, all of the, 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 the first and the inventions and made here. We're taking all that. And I ain't through. I got some more. All you gamers out there, every time you enjoy that game or when, you know, the football season comes through and starts again, if not for another nigga named, named George Crumb, you wouldn't even have potato chips. Mm-hmm. Every time you open a bag of Lay's, Tostitos, Ruffles, you can thank a nigga slave for that. Little backdrop. He made it for a customer in a white store and the white customer was pissed off and said he didn't like it and da, 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 da. the potatoes he made were too thick and hard or some crap like that 
So this spiteful ass Negro to get bad at the white back at the white dude, he went back, he cut the damn potatoes as thin as possible. He fried them and he threw salt all over them damn motherfuckers. Like fuck you for, for you know for criticizing my food. Them white folks love them damn nigga chips. And that's why you got crumbs. Because our nigga, our man, the one that we enjoy, you know, all that great stuff right there, George Crumb, a nigga, made that for y'all. Okay, another one, y'all, mainly in the West, where we are lazy and don't even want to worry about the climate or temperature in our homes or our businesses. We don't want to get up. We want to have climate control. But without Frederick Jones, black ass, you wouldn't have that little convenient thermostat and the temperature control on your wall. Don't forget that. Keep on thanking niggas for that modern traffic light, the one that got you that running ticket last week. That was Garrett Morgan. He also invented the gas mask. Mm -hmm. you, you need those gas masks right now, the ones you see in all those movies, those old gas masks, you know, when you watch Avengers. They had them in Germany in the war and all that. That was a damn nigga, Garrett Morgan. Another thing he made for y'all, you run through and you want your, your fabulous, you know, hair all straight, looking all pretty and all that great stuff, looking all long and straight. That same nigga made the relaxer, a.k.a. the rebond. That's the inventor of that. Let me say his name again. Garrett Morgan. That nigga. Let's keep on going because I want to make sure that you guys understand. Wake up, Black America. This is you. This is what you did for America. That touch-tone phone. Remember you used to have it in the house? The one, not the one that did the little round. You know, we had a little round, a little turn, a little roll. That was a long time ago. The touch-tone phone. Fiber optics. Caller ID. The damn portable fax. And many, many more, actually, I must say. All were invented by a sister. Dr. Shirley Ann Jackson. Yes, I am a proud Jackson. Kareem Jackson live here on the set. Shirley Ann Jackson. And hello to my mother named Shirley. But this is a different Dr. Shirley Jackson. She made all of that for you. She created all of that. We taking that too. Now you sit there, you got your phone, you're doing all your YouTube videos, and you're listening to this right now on one of them. That electric microphone, that was James West. The damn computer architecture, mm-hmm. Specifically, he made the ISA systems bus. That was Mark Dean. That nigga still works at IBM, I think. All niggas, y'all. Keep that in mind. I've got another one for you. I ain't through. You listening? Keep on listening. Even Gerald Lawson, he developed the first video game console. Did you know that, gamers? Before Atari, Evan Gerald Lawson. Give props to niggas, gamers. You love them games so much, give props to black folks. Then, this is rumored to be, but I'm sure it's freaking true, Jack Daniels, that Jack and Coke you love so much, that Kentucky Fried Chicken recipe, all set to be ours too. So, say niggas went back to Africa. And say someone to the Philippines like I like I did. To just nearby. So Philippines and Africa are real nearby close to each other, right? Really great places, racism free. They speak English in the Philippines. Africa's doing all kinds of promotions to get us. Satan niggas went back, took all they shit with them. 
Reparations too. Because these countries, y'all, understand this. They're promoting racism-free tourism and investment, as well as dual residency opportunities. Ghana has an entire year of the return campaign. So does Gambia, I think. So let's unpack this. It would take 5 million, probably, jumbo jets. And niggas love our shit. So we need about a million cargo ships to ship waterbeds and benzo trucks and bikes and wardrobes and damn shoes. Then we need over 50 million homes, condos, beach houses, apartment buildings, and estates to house all these niggas, rich and poor, celebrity and normal. And we bring with us an entire economy of talent. We'd need our new country home to host our award-winning shows. And we would play our basketball games there. Our football teams would be there. Our Olympic teams would be there. What the fuck, America? Really? Come on, America. We need to wake up, Black America. Listen to what they're saying. They're reflecting their fears onto you. Because this is really not what they want. Or is this really what you want, America? Watch out what you ask for. England, they've already got Blacksit movement happening right now in England. Google it. Blacksit movement. And the secret sauce, Black people, comes in the close. Least listen, because... Come on close, you guys. Listen to this. The secret sauce. Come in close. Listen to the speaker really close real quick. Just bring close. Turn the volume up. If I'm too loud, listen to me just for five seconds. The secret sauce, black people, what they really don't want you to know, here's the tea. Your 1000 US dollars are worth 45000 to 100000 abroad in, say, the Philippines or Africa. Let that sink in. Our United States nigga buying power is worth $225 trillion or some shit like that. You get my point. I can't add that high. And neither can your ass. <laughs> and that number, by the way, is annually. Don't forget that, people. That's the secret. It's the way they make the global brands. It's how they build massive global corporations. Economies of scale kick in, leverage, and the level up, it's real. The same as this coronavirus is real, it's real. And just like we built America from the ground up, we can build Africa and the Philippines, just imagine, from the ground up. That is their biggest fear. That's the true secret. If you just invested half or half of our $5 trillion in annual Black American buying power abroad, so $2.5 trillion. We just halted giving them all of our damn money. Then we would crash Donald Trump's little stock market. You know that? If niggas stopped buying fried chicken and Gucci's, baby. And started buying LLCs and things like that. And let's say we invested that money globally, where it's worth more. 45 to 100 times more. And I know you may get mad at them, but in America, if you're there in America right now, brothers, please do me this favor. Sisters, please do me this favor. Just ask that wonderful and charming Filipino you know, or that Mexican immigrant, that African immigrant, that Korean, Indian. Ask them this. Hmm, hello. As an immigrant, how do you live? Back home, abroad, with that little money I see you sending back home every week on FedEx. 
Ask them how. How do they work and send that money back home? And what does it mean back home? It's not just about paying and buying food for some weak old family. Those days are over. That's false news, the same as it was for us black folks. They're building mansions back home with that little money. They're buying companies back home with that little money. They're rolling in Ford Escalades back home with that little last money. They're paying for their whole family with that little last money back home. And don't hate. Just listen and learn. Some global converse, conversion economics, baby. Let me say it again real slow because I, I uttered a little bit. Learn some global conversion economics, baby. Please. Why people know this? Well, rich white people know this. We're the ones a little bit late on the whole conversion economics thing. Okay, y'all. So no worries, by the way. No worries at all. One thing I saw with the global Black Lives Matter protests, the world is ready, brothers and sisters. The world is chanting Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, baby. The whole world, just like the Central Park Five, were exonerated. So have our great grandparents. The whole world saw the lies, you guys. The whole world woke at the same time. Corona blessed niggas, let me tell you, because everyone was at home, sitting there on their phones, looking at social media, when boom, they saw that Floyd tape. And all the ones after. And then they Googled and searched and found all the ones before. And now everybody's doing it. The white evangelicals have been exposed. They've been exposed as the ones that were always in the hoods always the slave patrols. They were the ones depicted in the Confederate statues. They were the original human traffickers, kidnapping, lynching, raping, cutting niggas' dicks off and feet and hands and shit. They were exposed for that. The world knows the truth now. We did it. We did it, okay? Just like the postcards where those white evangelical racists and Klansmen and women were there posed for postcards next to a lynched nigga, burning niggas, castrated niggas, and all in the name of the Lord. We won, y'all. They see it. They've seen it. The world has seen it. Now it is time for us to just simply go ahead and wake up. Social media, facial recognition, TikTok. And anti-racism blew the lid off that shit. I want you to hear this, y'all. This is from a Klansman. But now with all the racial tension in America, people are joining left and right. So I think it's a good thing. When these people were rioting and causing all these riots for a black guy named George Floyd, who was a career criminal, the man was just let out of prison for an armed robbery. He broke into a woman's house, a pregnant woman, and put a gun to her stomach and made her give over all her cash and credit cards. He pulled five years in prison, gets out, goes in a store trying to pass counterfeit money off, counterfeit bills, trying to buy more alcohol and cigarettes, and gets killed by the police. I feel no sympathy for him. The man's a criminal. And I think these riots are helping the Klan grow. There's more people out looking for us now. It used to be we had to go out and recruit members. Now we just sit back and they come to us. What do you, what do you think about the state of our country? Do you think things are getting worse? I think it's a racial powder keg about to explode, and I'm, we're actually hoping for it. Most of the people in the Klan want it to. We want the racial tension. We want a race war, a full-out race war. 
And racism is a big issue in the United States. Well, racism is always going to be a big issue anywhere. You can't have two different races or three races. You can't have as many people living on one continent with this many different religions, as Listen many here, different y'all. cultures without one trying to Listen step this on part. the other. I mean, that's just common sense. But you, you could argue that the Klan is contributing to the problem. No, no the Klan ain't contributing to the problem. You can just sit back and let the blacks do their own job. I mean, let them keep killing each other in record numbers. We ain't got to, the Klan ain't got to go out and kill blacks no more. We just drop off some liquor in their town and some guns and they do it themselves. <laughs> it was my option every weekend. I would go up to Chicago with a big truck full of whiskey and crack marijuana and a ton of guns and bullets and tell them have at it and just drop it off right in the middle of town and then go home and watch my monday morning news and laugh the whole time (laughs) what's the most important thing you've learned in your life to never turn my back on god he'll always be there for me like i said the clan's a religious movement when i was younger i really wasn't into religion but and i see there's a whole new generation coming up that are basically atheists and I feel sorry for them, so I try to reach out to people about the Bible and the goodness of the Bible. And, you know, God's there for everybody. Okay, cut that off, y'all. They laughing at you, niggas. You see that? All in the name of Jesus. Did you hear that? Klansmen, as always, have been a religious movement in their mind. Wonder why young folks are being coming atheists now. I wonder why he wonders why. I wouldn't want to be in religion either if I thought that you were you the church, you. But I want you to hear that, y'all, live here on the set, Minimal CEO podcast. So listen to this go, that's what they're saying about you. That's the clan's grand poopa wizard motherfucker right there talking. That's what they're saying. People, if you don't know who I am, I'm Krim Jackson. You were live on the set, and I traveled the world making my magazines, writing books and consulting, and just being motherfucking free. And understand this. We are all only niggas in America with the KKK in the name. We're all only shot down in America with the KKK in the name. We are all only unappreciated, feared, and slaves to the systemic racism in America. We're only not free and living in poverty in motherfucking America, black Americans wake up. And that's okay. The truth of it is, if you global, if you a global citizen, that's okay. It is what it is. It is what it is. That's why our grandparents and great-grandparents and great-great-great-grandparents slaved, died, and last, the last standing four million who did survive fought and protested so we could be citizens, y'all. Full human beings in America without the KKK. That's what they were fighting for. They weren't fighting for you to stay in the hood. They was fighting for your freedom. Wake up, America. And now we are not niggas no more. We are black Americans now, right? Use that power. Be proud of our success and our history. Wake up, black America. Billions of people around the world would die for U.S. citizenship. Ask yourself why. Why? Jesus was lynched. He was nailed to a cross. Jesus, too, was a protester. 
and he went against the pharaohs, the kings, and the tyrants. And he was a man of color. Let my people go, Moses. He freed his people. And then, you know the difference? You know the difference of these two people? When they got free, they fucking left Egypt. So please, please, I beg of you, before you buy those Gucci slides and before you build their plantations again, open your own businesses, people. Get into entrepreneurship. If you have a company, outsource your stuff. Stop giving them all your damn money. Before you buy that benzo, buy your LLC. Before you make it rain at the club, build your own ark for your family. Dual residency. Do not put all your eggs in one basket. Grandma told you, vote, get your passport, get your reparations, invest globally, get woke like America. Whew. Stay tuned, you guys. My awesome, awesome show next week with Roland. I'm sorry, with Ronald Matters. He's the host of that Ford podcast. We'll be talking about what the fuck America, the state of black gay America, y'all. We'll be talking about that next week on the show with my guest. I'm excited about that one, you guys. You can see these shows, more of them at Antonio.com forward slash my shows. You can go to my YouTube channel also. If you guys want, you guys can see this. Man, oh man, you guys. Understand we have got to get woke. We've got to. We've got to wake up and understand the value of who we are. Who we really are. Do not believe the hype in America, people. It's all hype. You heard what the Klansman said. In his mind, if you saw the show yesterday, you saw I talked about we all niggas now. They said they can drop the guns and the weed and this and this and the crack and the, and the guns and the hood. And they named out Chicago, baby. And niggas, the blacks, will take care of itself. But you know what? They dropping it in your communities too, Mexicans. They dropping it in your communities too, poor white folks. They putting things in your community too, gay people. They dropping diseases in, in the whole world right now. Fires have started all over California. They're sabotaging you too, people. We don't do it to ourselves. You don't see blacks out there killing each other and robbing each other like you do white folks. You just don't hear about it. We do it a lot, but not per capita. So anyway, you guys get out there and vote. Here's a message I want you to hear from TI people. I want you to hear this and understand vote down. Police brutality, vote. not on our watch. Poor health care, no sir. Our voting system is broken. It changes when we change it. We rise up as one, we speak out for our black lives. In 2020, we show up to the polls. Your vote is your microphone. So get in the booth and turn yours up. Reclaim your vote. You dig? Go to BET.com slash reclaim your vote for more on how to register. Mm-hmm. So you guys, wake up, Black America. Wake up, see your pride, see your value. See how much I love you, how much we love you. The world loves you. They have stood by you. The world is saying Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter right now. Absorb that. 
Take it into your soul and understand what that means. It means that they see you. They understand you. They feel your pain. Many countries have had the same situations as we have. In the Philippines, we have historically fought next to Filipinos against white supremacy. Better Google that, y'all. You better learn. Better Google Black history, Black Americans in history in Asia, Black American histories in Philippines. We're globally known for that. We just don't have it in our hearts because we're beaten down back home so damn much. So brothers and sisters, I feel you. I know your pain. I want you to wake up, play this back, send this to a friend, and I want you to see what we have, what we're making. Do not let them divide and conquer you. Don't let them do it. George Floyd, the same as many people, was a brother that had a bad situation. Think about this. He was passing counterfeit to buy groceries. He wasn't doing what they would do. They wasn't buying towers in London. He was buying groceries. Think about what does it mean that in America, the richest, most powerful country in the world, brothers got to do that. It's not because we're lazy or we're poor. It's because we're discriminated against. That same skill, he can go buy a building in London. The same skill that they use to get into the White House. But they don't let us in those rooms. So we're forced to use our skills for other, you know, not so attractive ways. But we learn from the best. Don't forget that. We also use those skills to make locks and gear shifters and automatic things and elevators and things like that all over the world, too. Don't forget that. Keep your pride. Understand who you are and believe in who you are, because now the world, Google it, you guys, if you're ever feeling down, Google it, see the global Black Lives Matter protests, and you will feel beautiful, you will feel loved, you will feel understood, and get your passport, vote, get your reparations, invest globally, I'll say it over and over again, I'll say it in every damn show, that's your power. That's what our ancestors, our great-great-grandparents, not even ancestors, not even that far back. That's what your mama worked for. Your grandmama worked for. It wasn't for you to stay where you are. It was for you to be able to go wherever you want to go and to be whoever you want to be. That was what it was for. Don't forget that. They will want you to forget that. But don't forget it. Take time and understand the reason that they want you to forget that is because there's power in history. That's why they have changed so much history. Jesus didn't have blue eyes. He wasn't white. They changed the history because they wanted to take your brown man power. That's why. So understand that. Keep that in your mind. Keep that in your heart when you're not feeling good, when you're feeling down. Keep that in your heart. Again, you guys, Vic Kareem Jackson live on the set. I appreciate that. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so glad that you are supporting and all of that great stuff. You have no idea how great it makes me feel. How wonderful it makes me feel that you're here, that you're getting this, that you understand it, that it's helping you to grow. I want you guys to do one thing for me. Go check out my new ebook, Outsource Everything, you guys. Check it out. See how it is. 
I'm going to play this spot here for you to understand this. And I want you to really see that I put this together because I wanted to show you how to get free. I wanted to show you how to get to, to where I was. I wanted to, I, I went to the mountaintop. I wanted to show you the map of how to get there. I became an entrepreneur. Then I outsourced my business. I got my passport and I got free. And now dual residency is a beautiful thing. You are American. Our ancestors, our freaking grandparents fought and died for that. That's done. Now get woke and understand just like them, no matter where you are, you are a black American. You can invest abroad, you can grow, you can go teach in Asia for a year or two if you want, because you need to see another way. You need to see another vision. You need to see what you would be if there wasn't slavery. Imagine how big Oprah would be if she wasn't a nigga first. Not what she is now. She was a deficit. Then she became a billionaire. Imagine what what any successful black person would be if you're an entrepreneur, no matter who you are, if there was no racism, I don't care if you work at McDonald's in the fry kitchen, if there was no racism and you was woke, what would you be? That is the question. Check out my new ebook, you guys. I want you to get the vibe from me. I really try to put this together so you can understand what I went through, what I did, because I wanted you to understand how I did it. Hey, you guys, Cream Jackson, you were live on the set. I've got some news to tell you. 10 years ago, I left California, USA on the beach and I got on a plane. I went to the tropics and I reinvented myself. I wanted to turn my dreams into reality. I had a great time, great friend. I published magazines, books. I meditated. I sipped coconuts, you guys. I had tattoo competition, weekly shows. And I want you guys to know I sat down and I wanted to write step by step how I did it. How did I get free? How did I outsource everything? How did I get to where I could run my company from my laptop? And now I finished it. It is done. My new book, you guys, Outsource Everything, is out now. I finished it. I'm telling you all about how I gained my freedom, how I live in the tropics next to the beach in a beautiful lifestyle that I still run my business. I outsource everything. My new ebook, it's out now you guys it's available right now you guys i made it to where freedom is here for you you can get the same freedom that i did it's totally possible and it's totally doable and this has never been a better time than to do it grab my new ebook outsource everything on google play and the app store you guys and of course creamantonio.com forward slash my ebook outsource everything Outsource Everything, How to Be a Minimalist CEO by Kareem Jackson, Introduction for Small Business Owners and Entrepreneurs, presented by Kane Co. America and the Chunkson Group. to break free. Oh my God, you guys are still here. Hey, okay, you guys, I'm so glad you're still here. I'm so glad you stuck around to the end because I want to show you some more about my book. I'm so excited about this. Outsource Everything, out now, you guys. It's out now. Go grab it. On my website, you guys, cremantonio.com, you can go to the App Store, any of these places, oh and God, go why? grab it. I want you to sit down, ponder this, and think about why do I have the stress I have? Why am I working so hard? Why am I a slave to my business? Why do I not have more freedom? There's folks all over the world looking that can outsource to you. I'm going to introduce you to this, tell you why you don't need that new car, you don't need that bling bling, you don't need that house right now. Outsource everything. Get free. What good is that money? What good is all that fame and fortune if you are working every day like it's a job? 
Freedom is here. It's here for you, you guys. Grab my ebook, you guys. Outsource everything. Google Play, the App Store, and of course, crewmanantonio.com forward slash my ebook. Go grab it, you guys. Woo! Oh my God. Okay, you guys are still here. Okay. For hanging around, for staying till the very end. You know, I got you a bonus, right? Okay. Well, I got some bonus content for you. Vote, people. I'm going to say that again. Get your damn passports and invest globally. Stop giving them all your damn money. That's one thing of a bonus advice I want to give you. The next one is when you do that, you give up your power. We had almost $5 trillion U.S. dollars right now, baby, annually. Stop falling for the capitalist divide, conquer, and marginalize bullshit. They see you at, they, they see us as one. So why do we divide ourselves? They see us as one motherfucking revenue stream, niggas. Or, I'm sorry, I mean, I say niggas, the black and minority market. That's what they call you, okay? So let's see if, let, let, let's see what they see for ourselves. We, us, together, represent about $100 trillion in annual true economic power. White folks call it GDP. The D is for domestic, okay? Domestic. We bring that into the United States of America, baby. When we were slaves, we had no power, no money, no freedom. Everything were everything we everything we did, we did was owned by the masters. And now that we get paid big money, like I told you, with the NBA and all those basketball players, rich folks, minimum wage, everybody, they make the money off of our efforts. They call it inflation. Your bosses, Gucci, Walmart, AT&T, the NFL, NBA, MTV, what the fuck, people? All of these folks make the profits off of what you do. So if whatever you make, multiply it by 10, 50, 100. Do you get it? When we were slaves and we were in America, it was very, very racist as fuck. Letting slaves go was actually the smartest thing America ever did. Abraham Lincoln was a genius, but they saw England first, people. It wasn't like they, they did it first. They were the first ones to do it. Asia, even South Africa. And now free niggas, free slaves, the masters are their corporations, hence the word there. Not the poor, not the poor white folks anymore. Remember the Confederates, the Klan, the chain gangs, not the cotton farmers, not the textile companies. And we make more money for the government now, the government, the wealthy, the capitalists, the churches, the taxes, the IRS, the interests, the funeral homes, the retailers, okay? They didn't even exist before Negroes was let free. So even if just for a year, stop buying their Gucci's, stop paying their interest, Wake up, Black America, and have pride in the fact that you represent $100 trillion in true economic value domestically. But get free, really free. Vote, get your passport, and ultimately invest globally. Invest globally. You know what I'm trying to say. That's the freedom. Let's realize and, and control our power, people. God made the whole world in his hands. He made the whole wide world in his hands. And he made the whole world 
in his hands he made the whole world in his hands and he made it for you black people he didn't make the hood for you he didn't make that rinky ding job for you stop shopping travel get your passport open your business stop being slaughtered and taken advantage of i'm gonna say it again vote get your passport get your reparations invest globally if you like this article, y'all, by the way, um, thank you for being here. You can see the um, the whole written format of the article is going to be available at creamantonio.com for you to enjoy the written format of this. Um, okay, that being said, wake up, Black America. You are worthy. You are able. You are valued. You are powerful, and you are talented, and you are already wealthy. I love you. Kareem Jackson live on the set. See this on the replay, you guys. Love you all. And I'll see you for the next episode of the Kareem Jackson Minimalist CEO Podcast. Love you, baby. Stay tuned. Oh, and set that reminder. Like and subscribe. Love you.